I know I should have removed that small mountain of snow the plow left in front of my driveway last week because now it's just a pile of ice and backing into it can cost you a taillight. But I have a tendency to procrastinate and I think a lot of us do too. For instance, I have a friend who's now a well-known nature writer. She was struggling until she got her first big commission to write the introduction to a large format wall calendar about famous gardens. The kind with those big voluptuous photographs. The money was really substantial and she said she was eager to start. A few weeks later, I asked how it was going, and she said she was driving down to Philadelphia to look at the Longwood Gardens. And sometime after that, she was flying down to Miami to see the Kampong Botanical Garden in Coconut Grove. When she told me about going to the Sherman Gardens in Corona del Mar, I got it. She was procrastinating, researching instead of writing, because she was terrified. Better not to start than to finish an imperfect job. I asked her to consider one question. Who the hell ever reads the introduction to a wall calendar? No one, of course, and the realization loosened her right up. Writers are the world's best procrastinators, so I count myself among the elite. J.K. Rowling, who wastes hours on Minecraft. Hunter Thompson, who's an adrenaline junkie who couldn't even start without the pressure of an impossible deadline. And even Victor Hugo, who only finished The Hunchback of Notre Dame by locking away all his clothing so he could not leave his house. Procrastination is a big problem big enough to have spawned a small industry of books, therapists, and life coaches. The average employee wastes over two hours every single workday, getting coffee, surfing the web, gabbing with colleagues. I'm guilty of all of this. But I take heart in the fact that some of history's most famous geniuses have been procrastinators. After visiting the Galapagos Islands, Charles Darwin wrote The Origin of the Species, the very foundation of evolutionary biology. We all know that, right? What we didn't know is that it took him 20 years to publish the book. What else was he doing? Studying barnacles, earthworms, orchids, a zillion little projects instead of the big one he was known for. Then there's Leonardo da Vinci, who began projects in sculpture, architecture, mathematics, engineering, anatomy, geology, astronomy, botany, and cartography instead of completing the work he was paid for. When the Duke of Milan chastised him for taking three years to finish the Last Supper, Leonardo said, well, there's only two heads left to paint, that of Christ and that of Judas. He was having trouble finding a model for Judas, he said, but he would use the image of the Duke if the Duke continued to hound him. Everyone admires the work of Frank Lloyd Wright, America's most famous architect. 
hired to design a summer retreat for a Pittsburgh businessman, Wright blew off the assignment for nine months before his client grew frustrated and announced he was dropping by Wright's office to see the plans. Suddenly, worried about losing the commission, Wright sat down to the drafting table and in two hours completed the design of Falling Water, one of the most iconic houses in American architecture. Why do we procrastinate? Maybe like Darwin, we need to hone our abilities on small projects before we tackle big ones. Maybe like Leonardo, we get distracted by all there is in the world to learn. Or maybe like Frank Lloyd Wright, we're just actually designing something in our heads long before we take pencil to paper. So, why didn't I get rid of the ice mountain in my driveway? I kind of like the reasoning of my old friend Dale. When I once asked him why he never shoveled snow, he said, Why should I? I didn't put it there. So, as the saying goes, Just do it later, procrastinator. I'm Ira Wood, and that's my opinion.